Remember when we would have Ziploc bags filled of vodka? I'm pretty sure someone found out how to empty their Neutrogena makeup remover bottles and replace it with vodka. And like, of course, I'm going to come to a music festival with makeup remover. Like, I have to touch up my face. Hello, everyone. On this week's episode of Honest to Pete, we're having two new guest hosts today with me, my two best friends, Callie and Mally. Yes, their names do rhyme. And we're going to talk all things friendship, dating, and kind of how we became the way we are. But before we start this episode, we have to call the Queen Carol to say some words. So we have her on FaceTime here and she's going to just say some words before I get going. Right, mom? Yeah, I sure am. How are you, gal? (laughs) Hi, Carol. How are you? I am great. I could not be happier to hand off this episode to two of the most unselfish friends that Katie has, Callie and Mally. They grew up with Katie. And when I say grow up, I mean, since she was four I think it was K-4, four, four years old. And I must say, Kelly and Mally, when I say unselfish, I really mean it because you've always allowed Katie to stand in her spotlight and you've always <laughs> been hey. there so generously allowing her to do that. And it has not gone unseen. I see that. And for that, I am eternally grateful for your friendship. Uh, I always know when you guys are around, you are going to have a blast. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So especially for Katie's wedding, wow, how it all turned out with Katie getting married during COVID. And I just knew I could, you know, rely on you gals. So you were there to support Katie once again, and I am so thrilled. So have a good time today. And you have the week off. Honest to Pete, uh, I am going to go and maybe watch an episode of, what is it called, Katie? Oh, The Last of Us. So good. Uh, Okay. All right. Love you. We'll call you later. I love you while you tape. So I love you guys. Have fun. (laughs) Okay. Love you. you. Bye. Okay. So I have Callie and Mally sitting with me here in Brooklyn. They came for the weekend. You guys can talk. It's okay. We're all here. Hi. Okay. Hi. Hi. (laughs) We have been friends for how many years now? 26 years. 26 years. We've known each other through K4 until now. We all went to grade school together. We went to high school together. Callie went to different high school. Callie and I, we moved to New York together. But you guys have molded me into the woman that I am today. And I feel that we have done so much life and living together. So before we get into our whole spiel of friendship and dating, because we have so many good stories. And I find that one of the most asked questions I get is dating advice and like dating in your early 20s or dating in a new city. And we are all different types of relationships. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm married. Callie, you're dating. Mally, you're single. We love it. Um, <laughs> and we're going to talk about that. But Callie, you want to give a little spiel on who you are? Yes. Hello. I'm Callie. 
I live in Milwaukee, which is all of our hometowns. I live with my boyfriend, Clay, and our dog, Harper. Um, I've been in Milwaukee for three or four years now um, after having spent about nine years in New York dating and racking up enough stories to talk someone's ear off. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, it all worked out, but wow. And we, you went to Fordham? Yes. I went to Fordham University, um, lived in the Bronx, then lived in the city with Katie. And definitely when we were together here in the city, we like – it was so nice for me because I went to Marymount, Manhattan, which is like dance intense school. And you went to Fordham. And whenever I came to visit you, I thought – like I was in the land of like single men and parties and like normal college. And it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We had that green campus, like picturesque Frisbee throwing. Oh, lady, shut up. Matt, can you get lady, please? Dear Lord. (laughs) And you had like the concrete brick. Yes. And Mally, you had the most idyllic college experience. I sure did. Hi, everyone. (laughs) I'm Mally. I'm obviously also from Milwaukee. I went to University of Wisconsin-Madison, so very different than these New York girls. Um, Katie and Callie would come escape New York anytime they could to come to college land in Madison. Every, every semester I would, and you would too. I don't know. We would never really like overlap, but I would come to Madison to oh, yeah. get my fix of like fraternity boys. Every October. Every October. Yeah. We would go to a game and it was like a whole thing. If anybody listening knows Wisconsin, Madison football, she came to oh. a game day every <laughs> year. I loved it. And I loved being like... Yeah, I did. What? No, we face? hit the Langdon Street frats. We hit the totally. Camp Randall. But I love that I felt like I was like the new girl on campus and everyone's like, mm-hmm. who's that girl? Do you know what I mean? Okay, yes. But I just need to say sororities <laughs> can be frightening. Oh, well, I yeah. I was so of us in over my head. The songs, you were in a sorority? No, but Mally was. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there yeah, were but- singing songs and I was – Unprepared. Did you oh, stay came, at her house? Yes. No, yes. Callie came to a, what we call a formal, I believe, a social <laughs> event on a Friday night of sorts. Wow. Um, and I think we wore disco outfits. Scarred. And Scarred. we won't be digging up those photos. No, we won't. Maybe we will. Okay. But you are now in Chicago. I live in Chicago now. I've been there for two years. Mm-hmm. After Madison, I moved out to Boston. So we have lots of fun East Coast stories, the three of us of visiting weekends. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, now in Chicago and miss you guys every day, but it's nice to be close to this Callan. And we're, so we're all in different states, but we always say, and there's always like, I feel memes about this, where you're true friends if you don't talk for like months and then you have a, but like, we don't like have conversation, like we don't call each other like every week, but when we do, we talk for like seven hours and Mm -hmm. it's like back to normal or we like do these girl strips every year. And that is very normal. Friendships evolve. Like it's not going to be like what it was when we were in high school, but we'll get more into that. Okay. We need to talk about our weekends because we had an amazing weekend. It's Sunday now. You guys got in on Friday night. You both had an eventful travel day. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Always, always harrowing, but you know, the journey's worth it. <laughs> always. Let's just say there were some bathroom changes. Yeah. There was some um, grabbing luggage and goes, but we made it. We made it. We made it, ladies. Well, what, you're here because of Say. Yeah. So I work for a makeup company 
and we were doing some in-person marketing all throughout New York City on Saturday. So that's what got me here. But obviously what kept me was you guys and doing our, our annual girls trip. Annual girls trip. Okay. So we first started off on Friday night at Gare in Dumbo, which was amazing. It's like a new cocktail bar in Dumbo. Amazing cocktails, great mocktails, you know, for me. And wait, you need to talk about the meet queue that we saw. So this bar is super cool. There was a woman who came and sat next to us by herself. Cute. Ordering, Probably like how old did you say? She was in her 30s, okay. her early 30s, ordered herself a glass of wine, ordered a burger, like looked fabulous. She did look fabulous. Time. And all of a sudden, and someone on our other side bought her a drink. Uh-huh. He comes around behind us. They start a, a conversation. Yes. And we're, we're all trying to like see what's going on, kind of keep our conversation going, but we are absolutely eavesdropping. And they like hit it off. I think there was and a spark. We let I think there talking. was a spark. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think I could ever do that. Like I think I could maybe go to yeah. a bar. I don't know. Like go to a full dinner by yourself on a Friday evening. That's the kind of bar that you're going to do it at though. Yeah. Okay. But was... would you do that? Like, Could you do that? No. No. I could. You had. Yeah. I would remember we it would, would just never occur. It was an inspiration to see her there. It I would truly never even was. think to do that. If I have a night, no plans, nothing's going on, you know I am on my couch watching The Real Housewives of Miami. Yeah, no. I'm not never. thinking, let's doll up and go out. Yeah, no, she was and yeah. like she was ready. And the guy, he was he just swooped right in there. He did. He yeah. Okay. What do we do on Saturday? Oh, you were working all day. Saturday. Mm-hmm. You had like your whole situation. Yes. On Saturday, we had a, a bit of a breezy morning. Ooh. I saw a couple of friends. Yeah. And then- Got your met, nails done. Got my nails done. Yes. Very fun to have like a little solo adventure in New York when mm-hmm. you're here. Um, and then Katie and I had a nice little lunch at American, American Bar. Bar. Yep. And walked around, bopped around, did some shopping. And then we had the most amazing evening. We had we were I was invited to an influence influencer event, LOL, at the New York Botanical Gardens for or with La Sports Act, which is really fun. So we all got to go there and look at the gardens. But then after we went to Casa Cipriani and we all know how much we love Casa. Like the Casa. The place to be. And this was your guys' first time at Casa. And Carol has really gotten us excited about it. <laughs> Listening yeah. to these episodes, Casa. Did it live up to your expectations? To I mean, when you walk in, you just get it. You yeah. just are like, of course. Oh my God. Talk about what Giuseppe, what was his name? So our waiter was fabulous. The, the service is impeccable. We sit down for drinks. Katie orders Mally and I, a lady Katie, and uh, she gets herself a virgin drink. It was so, so sad and for me. this man was so fabulous. He immediately got the vibe. He immediately complimented us. We complimented him. It was a fast friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it was wonderful. wonderful skin. Just if you're skin. listening, tell us your routine. Yeah. <laughs> Drop it in the comment below. Um, okay. So we did that. And then we saw so many people. Mm-hmm. Literally, it is the place to sightsee. And I, all three of us were just sitting on the booth, like really not even talking. We were yeah. just like looking at people. Um, who did we see? We saw Betsy Johnson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our throwback. grade school dreams come true. Literally throwback. Yes. We saw – who else did we see? Well, allegedly. Oh, allegedly we think we saw Pete Davidson, but we're just going to like hold true that it, it was him. Yeah. yeah. We, we hope that we saw him. 
Yeah. That's kind of where yeah. we're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, Sakozy, Mary Kate's um, ex husband? Ex husband. Yeah. Ex husband. Ex-husband, yes. ex-husband. Okay. Um, so the sightseeing was great. I also saw my dentist, Dr. Bridget, which was like amazing and she's fabulous. Like that was fun too. Um, but we had a great evening. And then today we went... These girls had dinner at 10 p.m. I don't know how we did that. And when guys. I say these girls, I mean the One, two, two three. three. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're better at like going out, Yeah, but we're we'll get pretty bad. And then we went to the well today. We got foot massages... We went to church this morning. We prayed for our sins, we got repented. brunch, we repented, yeah. and now we're here. So basically in – and you guys, you can pop in too. Like don't – okay, <laughs> don't be afraid. This episode, we're going to start off a little light and then we're going to go more in depth in like friendship talk. But I think we need to talk about dating and the evolution of our dating lives because it has taken – just a journey. Am I right? Oh, We're yeah. still on the journey. Yeah. We yeah we, it's true. Still it's true. It. So let's let's go back to like our high school days, okay? Where I feel all three of us had no fucking clue what was going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very silly and like chaotic and cringy experiences. Mm-hmm. But I think for all of us, we had a lot of our firsts mm-hmm. and we – we learned the game yeah. in high school. Yeah, totally. We learned how to do this all. Uh-huh. Um, and most of the time we were in like kids' parents' basements. Of course. But somehow mm-hmm. we all have stories to tell. Okay. Can you can you grace us with one, Cal? So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <gasps> the, the best core memory I have is oh the three God. of us piling into your bright red <laughs> bug. Yes, Roxy. Roxy, getting all dressed up. Maybe even like throwing on some heels at, at 16 and just Absolutely. driving around the suburbs of Milwaukee, <laughs> knowing that like all of the cute boys are at like, you know, Jeff's house and we're just going to do a drive by <laughs> and we know they're going to cars we, are there, see what cars are mm-hmm. there, see what they're getting into. We know they're going to see us. I mean, I remember there was a time that you and I went to the Milwaukee ballet, cut to someone's basement <laughs> And we are so out of place. But we wanted to show up so badly in our like seven inch heels, our little Forever 21 dresses, like our hair done, makeup on, looking fabulous because we did. And all the other girls were wearing like Uggs and like Sophie shorts. Yeah. And who would get the texts at the end of the night? We would. We would. Um, Hey, what's up from the boys? Yeah. Mally, please tell them about Summerfest. Oh, Summerfest. Okay. For those of you who don't know, Summerfest is a 12, I think, day-long music festival in Milwaukee, also known as where all of our first kisses happens. No, my first kiss is not there. <laughs> some of them. Some of them. We have okay. our hopes and dreams laid always <laughs> in Summerfest nights. Meeting underneath the Miller Light sign. Uh, always. <laughs> yes. So Summerfest was where... Everybody wanted to go and none of our parents wanted us to be. Mm-hmm. So we always had to do some negotiations with Carol and Kevin and our <laughs> parents to figure out the plan to get there. Yeah. Meanwhile, some kids were just getting scooted down, taking the bus, uh-huh. taking the bus back. And I and think we just, how many where, concerts would we like go to in a night there? Probably, it's the longest like, or the largest music festival in I think the world. I think yeah. So too. The longest running. The longest running. For is sure. that what it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And what's important to know about Summerfest is I think it's really where our sisterhood took took flights. I think so too, actually. We, you had to be, I mean, there were hundreds and hundreds of people there at night, no mm-hmm. cell phones, probably or like limited texting yeah. capabilities at the time. So we really had to be strategic about where we were meeting under the Miller Lite sign, what we were going to do. And if somebody needed to take a step away to talk to a certain somebody else, <laughs> By the we needed pond. eyes. We needed yeah. to be right behind them. We needed to walk them to the rocks mm-hmm. by the water, yep. leave them on the rocks for a quick chat and come check in on them in 10 minutes. I actually found my like Canon camera and all the pictures oh, that we took where we are just like not at all in the right mind whatsoever. Yeah. And like, remember when we would like have Ziploc bags filled of vodka and like put it in our like shirts or boots and be like oh we're, no one will ever know and yeah. like mind you we took like probably like, two sips we're like oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm pretty sure someone found out how to empty their neutrogena makeup remover oh bottles and replace it with vodka and like of course i'm gonna come to a music festival with makeup remover <laughs> like i have to touch up my face yes genius <laughs> and shout out to maria katie's beloved cousin <laughs> yeah who taught us the best trick of all, which is to just give our bras a little extra padding. <laughs> oh my God. It's so true. It's Sorry, so true. Carol. So we definitely started with humble beginnings, you know, in Milwaukee. But once college hit and Callie and I went to New York and you went to Madison, we literally thought we had conversations that the moment we would step foot onto this island of Manhattan, we would have boyfriends lined up, we would be the hottest commodity. And we're like, when that didn't happen in a day, we were so confused. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, college was just as cringy, but it was a little bit more memorable. Just the stories. Yeah. We were left our own devices. Yeah. Yeah. But like I like wasn't like I, Yeah, for me, it was always ending up being like random guys back home because I was just surrounded by gay men always. But I feel like it's interesting. So post-college, okay, college, that was kind of a boring one. Post-college, we were kind of getting into our own dating in New York. And dating in New York is definitely hard, if, if especially if you're not going out all the time and like really making an effort in that way. That's why I met, actually met Matt on Bumble. But we had some some duds in between. You dated a lot more than I did in the city. Yeah. I don't know why, but I was very open to the apps. Like I was very open to him. Did you meet all your guys on, on the apps? Most of them. There were a couple of meet cutes, I will say. Like three in particular. Is it meet cute or meet cute? Meet cute. cute. Oh, I had no meet idea. Cute. Okay. I had a couple of those which were nice and which, which were very like New York, yeah. which was awesome. But mm. I went on probably upwards of 25 hit, like app dates. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Girls, keep, yeah. keep counting. I know. <laughs> okay. okay. Mind you, over the span of six years. I just like, didn't know you were that on to those the apps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We also graduated college right when the apps started really getting hot. So Yeah. I yeah. Think, good point. Yeah. It was a fun time to jump in, jump in on those. Yeah. But so after college, you went to Boston right away. I did. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I feel like in Boston, I always thought that New York was way more ahead of us, way more ahead of us with the apps, way more ahead of us with like going out on dates and having a good time. 
in Boston, I was so focused on meeting people in person, meeting people at work, friends of friends. And so I found a, a few fun flings that way, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I, it took me a, a minute to get on the apps. But whenever I came to New York, Callie was an inspiration. To yeah, us. you definitely dated more. What there has to be like is... The best story, I can't say much, but here's what I can't <laughs> yes, say. Yes, you can. I met a guy on an app and like after a month of us seeing each other, he took me to a pool party in Connecticut and <laughs> basically decided to decide once we arrived that he no longer no longer wanted to oh my God, right. be seeing me. And so now I'm stranded at a house in Connecticut in a bathing suit, drunk on a Saturday at noon <laughs> with with no <laughs> options to get home. And he managed to call his mom who <gasps> came and picked us up, No, took us to their sprawling home where I had dinner with his entire family. I'm in a bathing suit. And then they <laughs> called me a car to go back down to Manhattan, which took about two hours. Never saw him again. That's pretty rough. Yeah. So it happens to the best of us. I'm trying to think of like yeah. any crazy stories that I've had in the city. I mean, you you know had, them all. You have had someone take you to air baths. Oh, that was weirdo. Mm. Yeah, no, no. But I okay. Let me preface this. Two hands. We have to tell this story. Okay. So you all know Two Hands. If you are in New York, it is an Australian cafe. And when it first opened up, I think that was the first location in Tribeca. Okay, it was in Tribeca, and I lived close to it. All the guys that worked there at the time were literal Australian models. They were the most stunning specimens of man that you've ever seen in your entire life. Our age. Literally. Probably a little older, but like in their 30s, like maybe late 20s. We were like 22. Mm -hmm. Like we were babies. And (laughs) we would go. The first time you and I, Callie, went, we walk in and we're like, oh my God, like my heart is racing. Like I am feeling things. Like what are all these boys? Like, oh my God, I'm literally dying. And then... I would continue to frequent two hands alone to the point where I would bring my laptop and just like start typing on my laptop. And one of the guys was like, oh, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just like typing. And he's like, well, we don't have Wi-Fi. And I'm like, (laughs) well, you know, I'm just typing out my dance routines and like my counts. And he was like, oh, okay. Like I had any excuse to go into this cafe just to get any attention of this guy, any of, any of the guys. Finally, one of the guys asked me out on a date. I'm like, oh my God, amazing. He was so cute. Literally tattoos head to toe, complete opposite of Matt, <laughs> like rode a motorcycle, bad boy. He asked me out. We went to get a full Italian dinner, okay? A full Italian meal. And I'm like, amazing. I'm starving. I want someone to buy me dinner. This is great. Pizza, pasta, mozzarella, everything, wine. And he goes, okay, I have a surprise for after the date. I'm like, all right, amazing. (laughs) We go to Air Bass and I have to get into a bathing suit after I just eat a pound of mozzarella cheese. You to float in a pool after you Literally. And I was like, what the actual fuck is this? Did he say like pack pack a change of clothes? Like, I mean, I guess he must have because I had a bathing suit with me, but like, I don't don't think I like register because we went to dinner before. I'm like, there's no way Mm -hmm. in hell that I'm getting into a bathing suit after this. And I was like, oh, okay. 
he was fun, but it just wasn't obviously the one. And he just was not that type. But you have to to go on those those stories. I'm remembering. I also used the loitering trick at Hugh Kitchen. Oh, yes. Um, I was obsessed with the founder of Hugh Kitchen. I was like, this is my man. And I would also go there for hours on end, mm-hmm. spend all my money. One <laughs> only Only one time he acknowledged me by – he like – threw me a candy bar and was like, you've been here a while. Like, and then I was kidding. like, I remember going with you to like, once again, do work. And mind you, I'm a dancer. Like what work am I doing on my laptop? I'm like five, six, seven, eight and turn like yeah. typing it. Yeah. But like, listen, that's one way to, that, that's one shot. Yeah. Loitering. Yeah. That, well, it's going back to our high school days of going and just to be seen. We just always wanted we like to, be, to seen. be seen. Yes. For just a short moment. Yeah. Yes. But I think it's also fun to think back at each other's involvement in these stories. Mm-hmm. We were reminiscing a little bit before, and Katie is always the one who <laughs> grabs my phone, Callie's phone, and rifles off the most. Insane. Wild Unhinged. text ever. Unhinged. And these boys bite from it. Remember Unhinged. Croatia boy? <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> I had a, a little fling um, in Croatia. I'm back. I'm talking to Katie. We're at breakfast. We're at brunch. Yeah. We're talking about it. And we kind of stopped talking. And she was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we need to keep them back in the mix. Yeah. And just... Sends the most insane text yeah. on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. And he hadn't been responding. He'd been responding like every five days. He texts back immediately. Immediately. She's a phone snatcher. I am a phone snatcher. And I I am so in the camp of if you want to say something, don't play mm-hmm. the game. Like, just be – say what you want. Remember when Matt – this is actually a funny story. Matt, husband Matt, he took me on a date. And this is early on when we like were first. You guys hadn't kissed yet or something, right? Yeah, like we. It was like really early on, I think. And he took me out, or he wanted to take me to dinner, right? And I was opening up the studio the next morning at like five a.m. and I had to get there at like four. So I was like, I actually like can't do a dinner, but like you can take me out to get ice cream. And then he was like, "What? Like you just downgraded my date?" Like, okay, so we go get ice cream, and then he walks me home, and I was like, "Okay, goodbye. Like you can't come up. Like I, I have to go to bed. Like you have to leave." And he was like, uh, "Okay." He took it as I was pushing him out of the apartment, where I was like, "No, your girl has to go home and sleep because I need to wake up and teach in the morning." Fast forward to like three weeks later, I haven't heard a single word from Matthew, and I'm like, "This little." fucker is not texting me. What the actual hell? And I vividly remember you were at working the front desk at Y7, right? At the mm-hmm. time. And I go over to see you and I'm like, this guy, Matt, is not texting me. And you scripted, always find yourself a friend who scripts you texts. Mm-hmm. You scripted the most genius text message that was probably a paragraph long, wouldn't you say? And it was like... <laughs> I don't know who you think you are because you are not responding back to me. I am a catch. I am the best girl you'll ever find. So if you want to take me out again, you can take me out again. Like it was, yeah, it was excessive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a little more suave than that. <laughs> yeah, but the message was there. The message was there. And meanwhile, he was like, "I thought you didn't like me." Yeah, and then, he, me. then he texted me. He's like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, like, do you want to go out on Friday?" And like. The rest is history. So sometimes you just have to like, this is your 
This what is your sign. Your, your sign. Friends. This is Trust your sign. Their crazy ideas. Yeah, this is your sign to text that boy. So mm-hmm. if you are thinking to, about texting, text him. Mm-hmm. If you feel like there's a chance, you text him. And if he it doesn't respond, then there's no chance. Send a screenshot of what you need to text to Honest to Pete. We'll help you craft it. We'll be your texting friends. <laughs> but I think that like pulls like full circle into having a relationship with girlfriends. And all three of us are very much in the same vein of we don't have like 700 friends. We never were in the camp of having a big friend group. We've always been really small and really tight. But I'm curious. I'm going to ask both of you this. How do you think the three of us have stayed so close through the years? Because our life has definitely gone through multiple different phases, but we still are very solid in who we are in a friendship. When I think back to that question that formed us at the beginning, it was just some kind of unspoken promise and feeling that we all had about each other that you just, I know people say this all the time about soulmates and people you date and, and whomever, but you just click and you, it just is like, it's just it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a, you can do no wrong rule, at least for me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. Last time we talked, you'll always be my number one. But you said something that I thought was so awesome before, but our connection with our moms, all three Mm -hmm. of us too. Yes. I think what really bonded us together, I think, I mean, we could go on for hours and hours, but our, the way the schools that we grew up in were, they were a little tough dynamically, like relationships Mm -hmm. were fraught between girls. And oh, there were some mean bitches. Yeah. We won't name names. And we all had our different our different stories within it. We all had our different phases, but we always came back to each other. Mm-hmm. And I really think it's because all three of us have such a ride or die tightest relationship in the world, relationship with our moms. Mm-hmm. Our moms are our people. Mm-hmm. They're just, and we knew that about each other. We knew we were girls, girls, just understood And I think our moms just saw that within each one of you too. My mom just always knew that you were the two I should go back to. And I think vice versa. Mm -hmm. And it just has been that way from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think our moms really do have a lot to do with it. We love Elsie and Susan. We love them. (laughs) Exactly. Two other things actually come to mind for me. One is our differences. Mm -hmm. I mean – from our taste in men to our style to our interest to our careers, like we we actually are extremely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to say that you can't be similar to your friends, but I think that like our uniqueness is actually what has held us together. Mm-hmm. Because like, I mean, you, if we all said let's meet for lunch tomorrow, like we would show up wearing the, <laughs> all of us in different things, all of us coming from different places, all of us going to different things later, but like. It just works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other thing I will say, it's cliche, is effort. I mean, there's a reason that we're here. Mm-hmm. We do not live in the same cities. Like Katie mentioned, we do not talk every week, but like we always plan this trip. Mm-hmm. Whenever we're home for Thanksgiving, we find half an hour to go get coffee yeah. mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. And like that is why 26 years later, here we are. Mm-hmm. And I could like, get emotional about this, but 
I feel it's about finding friendships and like girl, I don't know why I'm like crying right now. (laughs) Every time, but finding girlfriends that make you feel good. Like there's so many times where like you're around like other girls that like don't make you feel good. And like you want those girls to like, no matter what, ride or die for you. And like, I know that like both of you would do anything for me. And I know you know that I would do anything for you guys if you guys needed that. And it takes that effort as well. But like, I think people can get really caught in the let's go out, let's go party, let's go do this. Like our favorite times together are sitting around with a glass of wine, rehashing, telling the same damn stories 700 times, but it gets better every time. And like cultivating those relationships as we age, because our relationship now is very different than what it was when we were in high school, right? Like we lean on ourselves very differently. And I think that's natural and human to have relationships grow and evolve with you and to expect different things from your friends as you grow and evolve. Yeah. Because like, I'm not going to see you every single day like we did in high school. I'm not going to be there for those little things, but the big things like we're there for, right? I mean, it is wild that when we were 14 years old, (laughs) we would sit there and describe to each other like our version of a perfect man. Mm -hmm. And now we are 30 talking about baby names, buying homes, moving cities, Mm -hmm. like – but the conversation it has always been the same. It's been it's, the same. Yeah, it's always rehashing the same damn thing, just in different words. And I think it's funny because I feel that like all those things that we've dreamed like are coming true. And like be it our partners or where we are or like things that we're like growing in. Right? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. And it's just – I think – for people listening who don't have a best friend from 26 years ago, I think w- how we feel about each other is just applicable to any new friendship you could have. It's just we all judge ourselves so much harder than anyone else. And when I look at the way you two look at me and talk to me, it just makes you feel so at home. And I hope I do the same for you. And I think if you're out there really trying to find your friends, your girlfriends, just like your people. It's just treating them that way and seeing how they treat you back. It doesn't matter. I mean, 26 years is the best gift ever, Mm -hmm. but you can have this. It's just the way you treat people Mm -hmm. and showing them how you want to be treated, honestly. That was beautiful. (laughs) That was beautiful. I'm going to cry. I know. I'm like so emotional. But like, I, I don't know where I would be without good friends. And sometimes I know it's hard to like, oh my God, not necessarily with you guys, but like, I'll have to go out to dinner with these girls, like, uh, like during the week or whatever, like, oh, it's out of my routine. I have my stuff. Go to the dinner. It like fills your cup in a different way and falling back onto strong female friendships, like makes makes the world go around. Right? It does. Like I really think so. I know. Okay, guys, we're going to do our honest to Pete. And this is very rare because I've never given an honest to Pete. It's always 
Carol. So I'm going to start first with my honest feet. We're all three of us going to do it. Okay. So today we went to the well, right? The three of us go into the sauna. And first of all, it was like people just like wouldn't get up and move. Did you notice that? Like we were sitting there and like there was plenty of space, but people were like sat like sporadically and like no one would get up and move. There were these three guys. One guy never took off his baseball cap. He was wearing a backwards baseball cap in a dry sauna. Like, hello, acne, like very weird, honest to be, what the hell was that? Second, yeah, the second, the other guy, I think goes close in next to you, was processing something. Processing something, was grunting. He had his shirt off. Like it, honestly, co-ed saunas are just so not the vibe. Like, honest to be, no, thank you. That's mine. Okay, I'm going to (laughs) go. On... The way home from the well to Katie's place, we got into an Uber. We're in the back seat talking about Invisalign. We're talking about <laughs> dogs. We're talking about life. And out of nowhere, all of a sudden, the Uber driver goes, you guys are supportive friends. <laughs> my, my friends would not want to talk about this. And I was like, this is the whole reason that we're that we're all here. Yeah. It's, be, it's, because, it's because you're willing to hear me say, when you, when you get Invisalign, you need to brush your teeth. <laughs> and floss in between. And I just, I mean, honest to Pete, this Uber driver felt like he had to tell us, <laughs> you guys are good friends. I like that. Thank you, sir. <laughs> okay, mine is on Saturday during, during the afternoon, we're planning the rest of our night. We're looking at dinner reservations. We see a 7.15 option pop up and then a 9.30. <laughs> and honest to Pete, these two girls chose the 9.30. <laughs> Way back when, last year... We went to Miami together for a little weekend. <laughs> These girls, we went out to dinner and we went to bed at 8.30 p.m. Damn straight. We like our sleep, but I'm always trying to give a nudge, nudge, push, push. Let's go out, guys. <laughs> and they chose the 9.30. Honest to Pete. And we had dinner at 10 p.m. I don't know who we are. I don't recognize ourselves. No Proud regrets. <laughs> no regrets. You guys... I love you both so much. Thank you so much for being our first guests on Honest to Pete. Everyone, make sure to tune in every Thursday. A new episode drops. Make sure to like, subscribe, drop a comment. We love that. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) 